are listening to Covenant of Grace Radio, brought to you by Covenant of Grace Ministries in Greensboro, North Carolina. You may also listen to our Bible studies and contact us over the World Wide Web at covenantofgraceministries.com. Once again, that's covenantofgraceministries.com. I'm your Bible teacher, Burley Moore, inviting you to join us now for today's study of God's Word. Every man, woman, boy, and girl is a sinner. The psalmist put it this way, In sin did my mother conceive me. Man is a sinner by both nature and practice, meaning that we sin, we violate God's commandments, we rebel against a holy and righteous God, we disobey the sovereign God of creation because we're sinners and we don't become sinners by sinning. Man is born a depraved sinner from the top of his head to the very soles of his feet, having inherited the sin nature from Adam. There are actually three witnesses that testify against the sinner when we stand before the bar of divine justice. In Romans chapter 1 verse 20 we find that creation Creation itself charges the pagan for rejecting the light of God that is revealed in nature. And then in chapter 2 of Romans, verse 15, we see that conscience, conscience charges the moralist for breaking the moral law that God has written upon the tablet of every human heart. And then thirdly, we're going to see that Holy Scripture charges the Jew for transgressing the Mosaic law given in the Old Testament. For about 4,000 years, the Jews as a nation stood out as a distinct race in the world. God had a very special purpose, plan, and design for the Jewish nation. The very name Jew was taken from the word Judah, which means praise. God separated the Israelites with the purpose of entrusting to them his divine oracles and to bring forth the promised Messiah into the world. Jesus Christ, the long-awaited Messiah, was born into the tribe of Judah and is known today as the Lion of the tribe of Judah. In our text, in Romans chapter 2, beginning today in verse 17, in our text, Paul has something to say directly to the Jews, the nation into which Jesus Christ was born, and yes, the nation into which he was born and rejected. In John chapter 111, we're reminded, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. Jesus was born into the Jewish nation, but it was on Pilate's balcony that the Jews shouted, Crucify him! Crucify him! Crucify him! The Jews of Paul's day, as well as the Jews of today, must learn that they must be saved like any other lost sinner. God has no double standard of salvation when it comes to Jew and Gentile. God is not interested in the external rituals of religion, but in the condition of one's heart. Unless we learn to trust 
in the imputed righteousness of Jesus Christ instead of our own self-imposed righteousness, then we'll never know what being right with God is all about. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 6 reminds us, Even as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, both the Old Testament and New Testament saint are saved the same way. We're saved by grace through faith. The Old Testament sinner was saved by faith looking toward the cross, believing that Jesus Christ was going to do what he came to do, what God promised that he would do. And now the New Testament saint is saved by looking back at the cross, believing that Jesus Christ came to do what he promised that he would do. And that is to save us, his people, from the penalty of our sins and to impute his righteousness to us. In Paul's day, not every Jew, but the majority, assumed himself spiritually superior. The Jews thought themselves superior because they possessed the Old Testament Mosaic Law, beginning today in Romans 2, verse 17. Behold, thou art called a Jew, and restest in the law. The congregation of believers to whom Paul was writing was predominantly Jewish, whose background was steeped in Judaism. In the Old Testament, they were known as Hebrews, but by the first century, the term Jew was a common, a very more common identification given to the Hebrew people. The word Jew comes from Judah, one of the twelve tribes of Israel that made up the southern half of the divided nation. The Old Testament law was a, shall I say, a schoolmaster. That's what Galatians 3 describes it as. Galatians chapter 3 verses 24, 25, and 26 describes the Old Testament law as a schoolmaster, or in other words, a disciplinarian until the coming of Jesus Christ. Although the Jews had been singled out by God for a special purpose, they could not trust the law, they could not trust the Mosaic law for their salvation. They failed to see that the purpose of the law was to expose their sin and bring them to faith in the promised Messiah. And that is, for the most part, there were multitudes of people who did believe from the Jewish nation, but there were multitudes, and perhaps, yes, the majority of Jews in the Old Testament that did not trust in the promised Messiah that was coming to pay the penalty of their sin. The Jews thought themselves superior because they claimed to know God. Listen to what I said very carefully. They claimed to know God. We read on in the last half of verse 17, Romans chapter 2, and makest thy boast of God. I wonder how many people today in the ranks of Christendom are boasting that they know God. Here the Jews made their boast of God, meaning that they professed to know Jehovah. But like many of our day who make a profession of faith, do not possess saving faith. When one is truly converted to the Lord Jesus Christ, it does not make us proud and boastful, but it makes us humble and submissive. 
that which the Jews forgot is that God Almighty chose them because of his own sovereign reasons and not out of any goodness of their own. They had no goodness to offer to satisfy the righteous demands of God, just like we do not have any goodness of our own to satisfy and to appease God. They had a rich heritage. These Jews in the Old Testament had a rich heritage, but they took it for granted and Judaism had become nothing more than a religious system of works. The Jews thought themselves superior because of their claim to know God's will. Verse 18, and knowest his will. They claimed to know God's will. Just like people I think of today who will live in sin and claim they're doing God's will. It's true that the Jews were blessed in the fact that they were chosen by God to receive his written revelation to man. The sad thing is that they were like so many within the modern day church. They had the instructions of God before them and they knew its teachings, but they did not obey the word of God that was given to them. God gave the nation of Israel a privileged and responsible position. But we are reminded that to be exposed to the truth of God puts us under the obligation to bear witness of that truth, which Israel miserably failed to do. Most Israelites knew the law of God intellectually and ritualistically, but not experientially from within their hearts. The Jews also thought themselves superior because they claimed, listen to what I said, they claimed discernment of moral values. Verse 18 goes on to say, not only did they claim to know the will of God and approvest the things that are more excellent being instructed out of the law. The word approvest refers to the ability to judge between right and wrong. They had the Word of God in front of them. They had the Mosaic Law. They had the Old Testament written revelation of God. They knew what it said, but they did not apply it, nor did they practice it. And I asked the question, what good is it to know right from wrong without following the right? Their ability to discern right from wrong, good and evil, came from having the Mosaic Law in their possession but they refused to heed it. The Jews also thought themselves superior because they considered that they were capable of giving others direction. They thought they could tell other people what to do and how to do and how to satisfy God, but the truth about the matter is they were not satisfying God themselves. Verses 19 and 20 of chapter 2 in Romans. And are confident that thou thyself art a guide of the blind, a light of them which are in darkness, an instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of the truth of the, in the law. When we talk about the blind here, when it said that uh, thou thyself art a guide of the blind, Jesus, I believe, addressed that truth when he talked about the blind leading the blind. Having possession of the law enabled the Jew to give spiritual insight to those in darkness 
to the foolish and to babes who were ignorant of spiritual truth. However, Israel failed. Israel miserably failed to stand for the truth that was found in the law. And as a result, it led to their captivity and to their judgment. The New Testament church of today is not just to be a base of evangelism to reach the world for Christ. It is to do that. But it's to be more than that. We're to be a teaching center and refueling station to every local community for the saints of God. We are not just the custodians of the word, but we are to be living out the teachings of the word of God. We are to believe the truth. We are to practice the truth. We are to speak the truth. And if we are to preach the truth, by all means, we are to live it and to speak it. Thank you for joining us in today's Bible study. You may contact us and listen to Covenant of Grace Radio by looking us up on the internet at covenantofgraceministries.com. I'm your Bible teacher, Burley Moore, inviting you to tune in again at this same time each week. Until our next broadcast, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all.